Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Yo Fuerte. On our very first official episode, we will be talking about our background and simply what was our role in our family dynamic with your co-host, Kay, and the other co-host, Ray. Yes. Uh, Like my co-host just said, we'll be talking about anything and everything, what we feel, what the audience wants us to talk about, and anything happening. What they can relate to. What can they relate to, exactly. Anything that they can relate to would be more than definitely open in this podcast. So, So, a little background of myself. Um... You know, first of three, oldest, obviously, and pe- parents uh, migrated from Mexico. And what can I say? I think um, having uh, a certain role as the oldest one, you have this somewhat pressure that you don't realize that you grow up eventually, you know, having. It just randomly builds up that you don't even realize how it got there. You have to be practically the leader, the role model, the one that gets everything correct when it comes academically or even like a first job. You're the one who pretty much leads the pathway. And it's quite intimidating in a way because you yourself have no idea what you're doing. You get me? You're just, I guess, following along or thinking what's right. But moving on, I believe growing up as the oldest, it was a bit different because I didn't think that I would have to be translating to other adults when I knew my parents were adults. And I was thinking, why me, eight-year-old, is translating like in between adults? Like That makes no sense to me. And then that was some sort of pressure that I, I, I just couldn't handle for, for a bit. Because I, I would get nervous. I would get very like shy. And my heart would start beating because I knew that my mom was counting on me to get information to the other adult, whoever it may be. And it just got me really, like I guess, anxious and just some sort of way that I can't even explain as a young kid. And I know for a fact I know for a fact, obviously My co-host had a different A whole different, different, different background Than I did when I, when we were growing up Yeah, so um, I do remember Growing up around the same age Around 8 or 9 um, My mom would get mail Or get a phone call And be like, wait, what are they saying? And then I would have to listen to it and there were some words I just didn't understand and I didn't know how to explain it to her and then I'd give her a puzzled look and she'd look at me and be like so what does it say and I was like oh no sé and she's like ¿Cómo no vas a saber? ¿No vas a la escuela? ¿O a qué vas a aprender? and I'm just like uh and I would have to like make it up as I go and you know what was the hardest part too when my mom would be like diles esto y esto and I hated doing that so much because in my head I was like, that doesn't sound polite. That doesn't sound proper. 
And I'll be like, no, mom, no podemos decir eso. And she's like, diles, dile que yo dije, no eres tú. And I'm like, uh, mom, no quiero. And she's like, dile antes que te pegue. And I'm like, okay. And I boy, my mom said, blah, blah, blah. So that was one of the roles as a first gen that I feel that everyone can relate to is being that translator. Being that, oh, yeah, my kid can talk English, so I'm a, I'm a little bit better than what I was before. You know? And it's funny because English isn't really our first language. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, speaking Spanish at home was like the main language we all spoke. And once... I got to first grade, second grade, and I started speaking English. Um, I would come home, and I really didn't have anybody to practice my English with. So me, I think, I feel now that I had an accent growing up. I don't know. No one ever told me I had one, but I feel like I did. <laughs> What do you think? Uh, going along with my co-host... I think I had a major accent growing up, but no one ever told me. And the reason I say this because at one point in my life, when I was maybe, I don't know what age was it when you're going to first grade or second grade, well, that age, I lived one whole year in Mexico. I went to school there for one whole year. So imagine a young kid literally just speaking Spanish 24-7 for a whole year. And then that year the following year going back to the states not knowing any english whatsoever again even though i spoke english my preschool and like maybe the first couple months of first grade and no sorry sorry take that back preschool and kindergarten and then first months of first grade i yeah i I spoke english perfectly but i completely like just erased it out of my head because And my my idea was I'm here for a year. Well, I didn't think I was gonna be there for a year, but I'm here going to school in Mexico. Why am I gonna Why am I gonna use English? What's What's the use of it? I'm in Mexico. They speak Spanish every single day. So when I came back, it was so hard for me to speak English. I felt so almost like an like an outcast because adults. In the states would say, oh, tell them this, tell them that. And I would look at them like with my eyes practically tearing. Like, I don't know how to speak English again. Like, I lost how to speak English or I lost the words or they just don't naturally come out of my mouth anymore. And when I came back. I can't imagine that pressure that you felt all over again, you know, having to learn your language something that you learned in school and then you left and then you came back and you felt confused of what they were saying. Mm-hmm. Do you feel some type of way, I guess, towards your parents for taking you to Mexico for like almost a year? Um, no, not really. I mean, uh, others might think other, otherwise that, uh, hey, the, why would my parents do that? They robbed me from this and that. But nah, I don't ever blame them ever. Like I respect and I always respect their decisions. And maybe they just had plans for me staying in Mexico my whole adult life. But 
I'm happy they did it because now I'm here, you know, doing different things. And I I wouldn't even know. I wouldn't even understand how I would be or how I would look, how my thinking process would be if I actually did end up staying maybe like 18 years, let's say, of my life in Mexico. So, no, I, I, I can't. I can never hold that against them and tell them, why did you guys do this or why would you guys do this? I mean, no, never. But yeah, it was very, it was difficult because right after that, <clears throat> I was a new kid and maybe like right when I went into third grade, they automatically placed me into the, like this special after school program, which I'm guessing some kids call it um, ELD or I think it's ESL, 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 ESL. Yeah. ESL. yeah, English, you know second language. I was doing um, some research for a class I'm taking, and I was reading that back then ESL wasn't called ESL. What was it called? Um, if I can remember, it was obviously for English learners, but the word retarded was part of it. Yeah. And I think about it when I read it, I was like, learning, not knowing English is not a disability. It doesn't make you, you know, yeah. quote unquote, retarded. Doesn't. It just sounds incorrect. Yeah, it sounds really offensive. Very offensive. That you're practically labeled or put in a certain area for not knowing a certain language or for not understanding a language. But yeah. I, if anything, I, that is very offensive. Because how, how is that anyone's fault? Okay, so I found where it says... It says that later up to the 1970s, in some areas, children who spoke Spanish were tested in English. And the test scores were used to place them in EMR, which means educably mentally retarded classes, which today we know that as ESL. Mm -hmm. I find that very crazy because not knowing English does not make you mentally retarded. Mm -hmm. You know, now that I'm older and I'm an adult, I feel really proud that I bilingual i can speak two languages i can sing i can listen to music in both languages yeah i can understand that i can have a conversation with you or someone else and i'm okay with it but for back then to be labeled as that that's just not right so i think that's one of the struggles that we had to face especially because we are the first ones and our siblings you know, our siblings now, when they started to go to school and, you know, learned English, they would come home and talk to us about, you know, what they learned in school mm-hmm. in, in English. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when we came home from school, exactly, we spoke Spanish. So we really didn't practice our English as much mm-hmm. as we should have. And I remember when I would be doing homework and I did not understand it at all. <laughs> <laughs> I would want to ask my mom but at the same time I was like 
how is she gonna help me? Especially when it came to like member language arts, I would have to explain to her what I learned, and then tell her what part I'm confused on, and she would be like, "Que no, no te entiendo," you know. So I was left exactly confused, like like a lost puppy. I had no clue. Um, did you ever talk English at home to your parents? Okay, did you talk Spanish at school with your friends? Really? Well, the thing is, it was just a catchphrase or, or a typical, like, you know, Hispanic, like, thing. Okay, did you not speak Spanish because you were embarrassed or what was the reason? I just didn't need to because everyone spoke English and all the Hispanic, uh, my friends are Hispanics, they all spoke English too. And whenever they spoke uh, Spanish, I was like, oh, shit, yeah, you speak Spanish too, cool. And so do I But that's how far it went But I was never ever embarrassed I just It wasn't part of my vocabulary Because I don't know Maybe most of those kids Either they didn't Some of them Didn't even speak like You know Spanglish I would say They would, they, they never really spoke Spanglish like that But I do remember I spoke Spanish a lot When a kid from Mexico Came to our school He was new Like a new kid? A new kid And for some reason I felt like this like not courage but i felt like this somewhat duty to speak to him and to guide him to help him out as much as possible and i would speak to him non-stop spanish and i wouldn't have a problem and i wouldn't care who would look or who would stare or anybody looking at me like oh why is he speaking spanish or oh, that's weird and like i never had that i never had that feeling but it's so weird like i would be perfectly fine saying and doing all those things but when it came to like my dad or my mom i would be uh i don't know not i don't know if i would be embarrassed but i'd be so shy that i wouldn't want them to be around like anywhere that has to do with english speaking or english type not english but like somewhat american like tradition type of things okay so what i'm hearing it's like you're like in a split personality exactly you're being two people at once and yes that is something else that we all deal with especially if english is not your first language and you don't speak it at home Mm -hmm. we tend to be two different people Mm -hmm. and it's not because we try to be it's just that we feel that we have to act a certain way with a certain group and then it's different with a different group you know, because when you're with your cousins or your family or anyone that just speaks Spanish in general, mm-hmm. you're completely different from your friends who just speak English mm-hmm. or just your friends in general at school. Mm-hmm. Yes, and um, I feel that I also went through that, but not mm-hmm. the only time I would think about would be when it came to open house <laughs> and my mom would come the few times that she would come I would introduce her to my teachers and be that I completely different because I would see my friends with their parents who would speak with the teacher and I would kind of like move away from my mom and go with my friends but want to come back because I didn't want to leave her so I'm, it's like we're two different people Kind of crazy that we have two different characters. Yeah, two completely different characters. 
Yeah. Yeah. Why we thought like that, or we had to be like. Did we feel that we had to be that way? Was there a side of yourself that you liked more? Um. Jeez, that's a hard one because I like my Hispanic side because I was me. I was how I always was. I guess down to earth, very like shy. But were you really into that? Like Mexico pride and yeah, I'd say I would. I think I had a lot of Mexican pride in me as a young kid because that's the only thing I knew. And my parents are Mexican, my whole family is Mexican, so yeah, it's safe to say that. Like that's what's the only thing I would understand. I had no idea of any other countries around in the world, but just Mexico. So my parents are both Guatemalan. Mm-hmm. So were you aware? That there was other countries, no. really. Really, really. I just didn't know anything outside of Mexico. Mexico was such a big country that that's what I thought was just everywhere. <laughs> I didn't know anything outside of that up until high school. I think maybe, oh God, or maybe no. junior high school. Maybe I. That's when I was like, "What? What's this?" But. I remember in high school, yeah, that's when I got really like, what? There's more than just Mexico. That's funny. I can't. I really can't. Um, mm-hmm. I'm Guatemalan, obviously, and there was always those moments. There was always those kids that would be like, where are you from? And I'm like, oh, my parents are Guatemalan. Or I'd be like, oh, I'm Guatemalan. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, where is that? What part of Mexico is that? And I looked at them all confused. And there was points where I would get annoyed because I'm like, Mexico is not the only country that speaks Spanish. There's so many other countries that speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. But it's like you said, it's such a big country that a majority of the, pop- of the population that we've run into are Mexican. Or, you know, come from Mexican descent. A lot. Yeah. A lot. So, that's just something that was not my cup of tea. But what you mean by that? Yeah, but that doesn't change anything of who I am. But anyway, um, that was for today's episode of our roles in our dynamic family as being the translators of having a split personality. Um, I would love to hear from you guys. Tell us your stories, your experiences. What you want to hear. What you want to hear. What would you like for us to discuss? There's so much more. Mm -hmm. This is just the surface. So thank you for listening. And I will catch you next week. I was like my co-host said, whatever you guys want, whatever you guys want us to talk about, we're here, always listening, we're more than happy to talk about it. And we, with that being said, farewell, have an amazing day or night, whichever it be. Thank you for listening to Yo Porti.